All right. We should observe the ancient ritual of traditional pre-fight donuts. Yeah. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? Am I the baddest mofo no down around this time? Shut up. Rick, not hit back. Silly Caucasian girl likes to play with samurai swords. You will all refer to me by the name Betty. I know Kung Fu. Chuck Norris. I said I'm going to Only a ninja can destroy a ninja. Defeat does not exist in this dojo. Does it? Now, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? All right. Welcome to Kickflix. <laughs> Uh, your favorite uh, podcast where you come to uh, watch and listen uh, to people talk and review uh, their favorite or not so favorite martial arts movies. Uh, I am there signs with me as usual is Mike Mercadal. The not so favorite. Uh, <laughs> I, I love how we're talking into microphones, but you yeah, still do the side. Hey. <laughs> and we have and we have uh, Jeff. Jeff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hi. Hi. It's Your fucking username threw, throws me off, man. Your username, and I was like, "What, Wayne?" And, I, and just literally, I had a brain for it. I'm like, "Wayne, what the?" Fu-? And I just, I why just, do you have oh. to look at it? I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> hey guys. Hi guys. I'm his friend uh, for how many years now? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, you know, Geekmore turned six this year, I think. So that means we've known each other like at least ten years. Yeah. Uh, Probably, maybe. Uh, anyways, we are today. We in today's episode, uh, episode eleven of of uh, Cake Flicks, we are talking about Rush Hour, Rush uh, Hour. which is uh, the original Rush Hour, right? Uh, I forget the year. What year, Mike? Rush Hour is nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Well, let's so start. Ni- let's go to the uh, Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Give us, give us the uh, the, the IMDb. The Rush Hour. Let's see. The the synopsis. A loyal and dedicated Hong Kong inspector teams up with a reckless and loudmouth LAPD detective to rescue the Chinese consul's kidnapped daughter while trying to arrest a dangerous crime lord along the way. Directed by Brett Ratner and written by Ross Ooh. Lamana. Boo, yeah. Boo, Brett Ratner. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, let's see what the parents' guide has to say, everybody. Let's see. This movie is rated uh, PG-13. So, for under for teens, teens will love this movie. Apparently. Yeah, I loved right. it. I was a teen when this came out, and I fucking loved it. Uh, sex and the nudity, none. There's right. no sex and nudity. Uh, sorry, sorry, Jackie Chan. But yeah, I'm sorry, Jackie. But <laughs> how many emails are right? This guy was still not doing a fucking. I will say this: while on the phone, Carter asks Johnson about the color of panties she's wearing. Yes. She immediately hangs up on him. Someone yes. took the time to write this. This is on I this is on IMDb, the parents guide. Uh violence and gore moderate. Moderate. Mm-hmm. And there is a large shootout near the end, and several people are shot. There's lots of heavy gunfire. The second one, this is the, the in order. A man kicks another man. <laughs> Just one? Just a, just once. There was a only man one kick. Kicks another man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'll I'll tell you what, they're right. Yeah, you're good job. Good job. Wrong. Yeah, good job. Good job. Anybody said most that is accurate. 
as accurate as it can be. It is 100% a correct statement. Uh, profanity, moderate. Some yeah. language like goddamn is used <laughs> 10 to 15 times and one use of the F word. No mention of the N word whatsoever of Jackie saying it 50, 50 Hold times. on. Okay. Lee gets into a fight Hold. after accidentally Hold. calling a group of black people and then the word. Yeah, multiple times. Accidentally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was accidental, but still. Alcohol yeah. and drugs and smoking, mild. Frightening and intense seeds, mild. Some may find the scene where Soo Young is captured frightening. And they're right. It was I, very, very I scary. Thought, I, thought, I thought that they were going to say the frightening scene was the, the, the guy with the blonde hair. Oh, the Cisco. Yeah, what's it? I was gonna say Jun Tao, but it's not Jun Tao. No, no, no. Uh, I don't think they ever gave his name. I don't know what's the hell. I don't think they ever. He's the one that we were led to believe was Jun Tao. Yes, yeah, they tricked us. It's old Switcheroo. But I, I will say this: uh, I appreciate IMDb for having the parents' guide on here because it is resourceful, useful information. Yes, if you are a parent and you are concerned about a man kicking another man now did you see the taglines for this movie because no, i'm give them the to tagline. me jeff that's your okay thing. you gotta give me the taglines there's a i'll give you a couple there's like six of them two okay. cops one is talk is all talk the other is all action teaming so, these two up is anything but a diplomatic solution Ooh, i like that one uh, uh, the first the, one was a little wordy this one was pretty good this one's my favorite the fastest hands in the east meet the biggest mouth in the west that's i remember the, one the trailer I yeah, remember, I remember, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other ones are are garbage. It's like pals forever if they can get past today. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That was production. That was a production tagline. Yeah, apparently, shit. yeah. <laughs> what kind of garbage is that? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> trash. The last one. They come from different cultures, but on a case this big, they speak the same language. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so those are the taglines. Um. Uh yeah, this is uh this is like a quintessential tr- like late nineties early two thousands trope of Jackie Chan teaming just up water. Just with some fat no, but it was Jackie Chan teaming up with cop. A, a fast talking guy. Yeah, yeah he's because also- he doesn't speak. His accent yes. is fucking. He he makes Van Damme seem like fucking Shakespeare. Well, this was his first movie, first U.S. release right. movie where he wasn't dubbed. Because Rumble in the Bronx that had come out mm-hmm. years before was all dubbed. It was an uh, uh, Asian film that was dubbed for the United States. Well, it was so released. Was for- all of the, well, the the point being is that this is an American production, and it was like his Hollywood debut, right? Because I, I remember that being a big deal. And then Chris Tucker, of course, gets like the biggest break of his life to be in these movies. Because I mean, well, it's because of Brett Ratner. Yeah. Because Brett Brett Ranner worked with him on Money Talks, and he oh, that so, was an underrated hey, movie. That was an underrated, an underrated. That's a great movie. movie. Brett Ratner worked with him on Money Talks, and he knew that he wanted to bring him on. Well, they originally had wanted Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy were both offered the position of Carter, but Eddie Murphy turned it down to do Holy Man. Horrible, horrible. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm they had also the future, Eddie. yeah, you and they had considered Dave out. Chappelle, Will Smith, and Tupac. But they never like offered them the role. Oh my god! Could you imagine Tupac in this movie? Yeah. No. <gasps> no. Oh. <laughs> well, no, I can't. I can't uh, though. I, I, really I can't. will say this: there were so many scenes in this movie that were very clearly copies of the vibes 
of 100%. Beverly Hills Cop. A thousand percent when he's like, I want to go see Juntao when he's in the Chinese restaurant and he's like, I yeah. got a meeting with Juntao. He's literally doing what yes. I would imagine is an Eddie Murphy impression. Well, he ad-libbed all, most of his lines, like 80% of his lines, he ad-libbed them. Or you mean he Chris got Tucker, inspired. Or, or, or he inspired was inspired by... by right. Yeah. right. But like, so Jackie Jackie Chan, like he... he the only, the only reason he got on board with this is Brett Ratner actually had to fly to South Africa for one day met with him because Jackie Chan's like, I need to meet you first to see how you are and see what you are. And the way that Jackie Chan told him that he sold him on the movie is that every other Hollywood producer that he met with that or director that wanted to do a movie with him were like, this is going to be the biggest thing. This is going to be the best thing. Brett Ratner literally told him the script sucks, but I know what to do with it to make it good. And Jackie was like, you're the one person that didn't blow smoke up my ass. So let's do it. And he was like, but, but he told an underage woman. Well, so, that's yeah. yeah. So, but so he told him he, he told him you do the you do the story, you focus on the story, leave the action scenes to me. I'm going to choreograph everything. So that that, that was the yes, deal. This very clearly is a Jackie yeah. Chan movie. Like it's that was very clearly a Jackie Chan martial arts movie. Right. And then the rest of it is Brett Ratner letting Chris Tucker flex, you know, right. like cuz he is annoying as hell in the best way. Like that's the thing is that he is like, I, I, okay, shout out to underrated superstar uh, Latina actress um, Elizabeth Peña's in this movie. I love mm-hmm. her. She's yeah. so good. She's good in everything. She's, she's good in everything. She's so great sad that she passed away. Mm-hmm. She was sick. And, yeah. and, uh, Chilosis. Yeah. yeah. That's a way to go, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. But she's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, I, she, I love her in all of everything. Like, every time she pops up, I'm always like, oh, hey. In La Bamba? Excuse yes. me? Yes. Oh, are you yeah. fucking kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Phenomenal. She's great. Uh, and she's, she plays, like, the bomb expert in this. Whatever. Either way, like, the... Uh, the she's, she's Can I just great. say, not the greatest bomb expert? <laughs> yeah, no. She's well, not a bomb was, expert. She's not Nick training. Cage in The Rock. She's she, like he literally mini mold that shit at the end. I like, get the f- what the fuck are we? I, I'm I sorry, mean, I'm sorry, but you have a screaming little girl <laughs> yelling at you. you. You you don't know what you're gonna do. Well, you this is I'm, that's the whole point of the bomb. That the, the guy even said it. Yeah, in the field you have distractions. You need to fucking be able to focus. That's part of the job. Yeah, but the the, the the big the big thing about Rush Hour and one of the things that's that's so important about it is this was one of the first movies buddy cop movies because you had 48 hours you had all these other movies before him, red heat all these other that these buddy cop movies this was the first one where it was a two minorities were leading yeah uh you you have two minorities as the lead buddy cops it wasn't a white guy with insert somebody else no 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 sorry all right go ahead Turner and Hooch has two minorities. Uh, <laughs> okay, has, uh, I forgot. Tom, has, Tom Hanks Tom is, uh, a minority? is a yes, minority. Tom Hanks is okay. clearly a minority because there's nobody in his class of acting. So <laughs> Tom Hanks is okay, a unique touche. individual. Touche. But the thing is, is what what this entire movie? You know everybody is, when I started that joke, I was just making a shot at fucking the dog, and then I realized, oh fuck. <laughs> Like yeah. halfway, I already yeah. verbally said, "Oh, Turner and Hooch," and I was like, "Oh, wait, Tom Hanks, Tom is, Hanks is in this." Yeah. I, I, I couldn't. I was focusing. I was so focused on the dog part of the joke that I forgot that there's a white man. I yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You forgot the Turner part actor. of the Hooch. Yeah. That's how good an actor Tom Hanks is. You forget yeah. he's a you white. Forget man. he's a white man. That's he's it. just yeah. Um, but the thing is, is and and then like every everybody in this movie, for the most part, the main main obviously, especially for, except the henchmen, but the main bad guys. Or the main, I, I don't want to say idiots, but like are all 
the white guys because like the two FBI agents are well, idiots. Like I, the 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 Jun Tao, which spoiler alert if you if, if you haven't seen it's it, it's about British you know, colonialism and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. both of the movies that we've reviewed the last two times because because the, the British colonialism was going on in Double Impact and yeah, it's it's prevalent here too. Well, this and, is and, after so in 1997, Hong Kong got handed back to the Chinese. Correct. Yeah, uh, the British gave hong kong back and then since then there's been like incredible amounts of like unrest there right uh, the, there was there was the the all the protests last year and and like where like genuinely revolution was happening in hong kong and then it got right. all shut down but um yeah you don't want to root for china either because china is a villain also now like they're all they're they're you know like it's hard to it's there's like no one to root for like globally in this situation but you forget all that when you watch jackie chan and you're just like oh man look at this ancient chinese art that he is bringing to the screen yeah you know like you're just like like i'm so um, i love jackie chan so much can we talk about the the plot real quick because i'm confused as to kidnapping no, but no, no, it's why, not though. No, it's not though. this is probably is the it, worst. Why is the consulate? Why is the consulate important? Like, why is it? Why kidnap his daughter? I, I don't understand what's happening here. Like, because I, okay, because the whole I don't the understand whole thing. foreign. By the way, to the to the yeah, disclaimer, yeah. I don't understand foreign policy, so I don't really know what this guy does. I know that he's important, but I don't really know what his job duties entail. So, so, and, so here's and here's why, and this is the thing, like, and I refer to him as Jun Tao because he was Jun Tao, but the the British the British guy who's Jun Tao, his whole I, thing for for this is that while the British were ruling, he collected, created this, got this collection of all these Chinese artifacts that were worth millions and millions of dollars. Clearly because, a criminal, and he clearly involved in organized crime. Right. Well, he's Jun yeah. Tao, you know, he's like Tao. he's, but and and so he was going to lose all that. Because it, he had to keep face, and the transfer he no longer had the was going to have the power because the British were handing it over to the the Chinese. So what was so, the what was the plan? What was the end game? Like what was he him- wanted the money from from the guy to make up for him losing the millions of dollars worth of artifacts that he was going to lose okay. because they he he had, he had to politically give it back to the Chinese when it, the power got transferred over to them because mm-hmm. if not if he kept them that would have been an ugly thing for them to to see of him asserting his colonial rule still on them mm-hmm. by keeping their artifacts of importance okay. um horrible plot well basically what it is is that he lost money because of this particular man like this guy was yeah. in charge of reclaiming all of this art with Chief Inspector Lee, uh, as like the uh, muscle of like the the military long arm of the law, catching all the reclaiming all this art, getting you know getting it back from the guy who stole it. The guy who stole it is mad and is like, "Well, I want my fucking money, so you, I'm going to kidnap your daughter and hold her daughter ransom." That's basically what it is. Because remember, the opening scene, Lee stops Cisco and these other guys from stealing doing the stuff with the artifacts so he that was explosive it was a lot of explosives yeah so the last thing he says is you know but he goes before you leave i just want to let you know that we've recovered all these artifacts so now these artifacts have been recovered so he basically all the artifacts that jun tao had he's basically telling him i took your shit 
<laughs> like, you know, without knowing that he's telling Juntao that he took a shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's the when he comes out when like he has to come out to be like once they start sniffing around a little too close. Right. Because they start because that's the thing. They the the FBI doesn't want Jackie Chan's character involved. So they pawn him off to this LAPD guy mm-hmm. as to like a babysitter. And then it turns out that it of course the the reluctant heroes save the day, the scrappy, you know. Uh, heroes. They were fucking dying to be heroes. They were like fucking yeah. biting, chopping at the bit to be heroes. Yeah. I mean, lucky yeah, about yeah, them. Because Carter walks Not into at that the FBI they were assigned, though. Well, because Carter he... walks into that mansion and he's like, "Let me know this. I need an earpiece. Tell me about what's going on here. Have we looked at their records?" He thinks Have he's we... getting an FBI job, right. but then right, when, right. when the truth is revealed, he's like, "That's yeah. you know, like that's it's not bullshit. the job you want." And, and the whole thing is weird because they're trying to save uh, a gold digging. Girl, too right? young. That's the whole thing. She's no, he's super, right. He's right. Too super young. Super gold digger. Yeah, super young. She gets mad at Lee because he didn't tell her that she's leaving the country. Right? Lee obviously not good at communicating in any language. Uh, <laughs> then wait, says, she's leaving. She's going to New York. Or, she's, yeah, but he's not yeah. going with her. He's not right. going with her. So, so he didn't advise this little girl that apparently he's gotten a tight friendship with. Yeah. It's like Man on Fire. Remember Man on Fire? No, but that was he was uh, he was actual bodyguard, like personal bodyguard to the little girl. This is yeah. a fucking inspector in the police department. I think he was assigned to that guy, okay. his family, and all that stuff. And then she goes, "You didn't. Why didn't you tell me that you weren't going with us?" And then he was like, "Remember to keep punching and, and gouging people's eyes out." And there's like, okay. And then she's crying. And then he just gives her a gold necklace and she immediately goes, oh, cool. We're good. And I'm like, oh, so you just wanted a gift. We're okay. fine. We're fine. Okay, we're fine. I we're hope fine. this doesn't end up on the neck of a random, woman at a Chinese random waitress. Random. How good must she have been that she got that from everybody? <laughs> or it's like literally like uh, uh, Lee's l- l- just like has like a bunch of them hanging in his car and he's like on his rear view mirror. And he's like, yeah, yes, got to make somebody uh, happy. Here we go. God, here we go. Yeah. Like the least unique thing on earth. And then it's like, hey, wait a minute. You know, like this waitress has the same thing. I, I mean, it's it's there's a lot of conveniences in this because, of course, it's, a, you know, it's a fucking it's a movie. You know, that like I could write like it because I went into this originally. I remember when this movie came out, it was a big deal for us because we were big Jackie Chan fans from like Rumble in the Bronx. And that started this whole thing about finding all of his old movies for me when I was in high school of like finding, you know, when, when Super Cop was released here and when finding uh like tapes of Police Story one, two, you know, like like all of that stuff. When I when I would go to Blockbuster and look for the Jackie Chan movies. When this movie came out, it was like a big deal, like a big deal. He was going on the t- the talk show circuit. He was like, uh, you know, going around on like all of the 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 Jay Leno's and whatnot. And and he was it was like a, a it was supposed to be important for him. And then it, it was just like a straight up giant movie, and everybody loved it. It was super popular because yeah. everybody was doing the. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yep. You know, never touch a black man's radio, boy. You know, like people were saying all lines, the quoting this movie nonstop. I and remember the soundtrack people. was phenomenal. Yes, you know, they, you know who they weren't quoting? Jackie Chan. 
No, they weren't quoting Jack and Chan in the pool hall. That's not his job. Well, no, they, were, no, they were quoting him, just not the right way. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. They were quoting him when he was like, I don't want trouble. Who? I don't want, yeah. Good God, you all. Yeah. What, what is, is it good for? for? Absolutely nothing. And then he, I love at the end, he's like, listen to me. Yo! You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. Um, but that, so that whole thing of the you don't understand the words coming out of my mouth that actually came from their first meeting that when they met like Chris Tucker came in was talking to him he was like nodding his head yeah yeah, yeah. and then when he left he told his friend I have no idea what that guy just said to me yeah. <laughs> like Jackie Chan straight up was like I don't nothing. know what the hell this guy's saying right now but um but I will give props to Rush Hour for actually making um a freight container uh incident looking more diabolical than what double impacted yes um because he almost watched or listened to last week's uh, episode (laughs) uh there was a lot of bullshit container work going on and this one there was actually another container i didn't see that as a bullshit container work uh but yeah okay i guess yeah i mean he i mean this one what was the container in this one at in the opening scene when he's like going after jun tao like the guy the he falls in front of a container the freight is coming after him, him but there's actually another container that he will get squashed in not an ocean that he's going to jump oh. into anyway oh, oh he he almost double impact we don't know how high he was in that fucking day. just because it's an ocean doesn't mean it's a soft landing we don't know how fucking high area was like 10 feet up we also, don't know that this we episode do. is we about rush eyes. hour guys I this episode eyes. is about rush yeah. hour sorry um, i have good. eyes i can see how high it well, is your death perception anyway. must be amazing from that angle okay yeah from a straight ahead. Yeah, all right. All um, that. So, I'm surprised you, know you see that with your nose so high up in the air. <laughs> but you know what everyone loves? You know what everybody loves? Bloopers and outtakes, which oh, so is good. in every Jackie Chan movie. They so show good. all of the outtakes. And this one was awesome. Uh, this yeah. is one of my yeah, yeah. favorites. I love the fact that we're 20, 20 minutes into reviewing a film and you're like, you know what's good? The outtakes yeah, at the end of the movie. <laughs> I needed I needed something universally loved so you guys would stop fighting. Uh, no, it's, I don't, it's good. I don't like it when dad and dad fight. Um, you know, you could have just said that this is what the second or third movie that they actually put a gong in it. There was a, there was the gong. Yeah. In more than three. It's been a lot. <laughs> this is Kickflix podcast. There's plenty of but, gongs in these yeah, movies. But that was, but that that scene, like the brilliant, the brilliant thing the about sound Brett Ratner directing, like, yeah, yeah. Bong. But the brilliant thing about <laughs> him it. is that how long into the movie did was it before Lee finally actually is like, oh, I speak English. It was like halfway into the movie. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So like, he was able time. to get him to do that, like act it and be, you know, until like, like I the director was able to get him to stay quiet. And just, but, like, he, but but he stayed quiet. But you you loved Lee, like the way he was acting and like the way like he was that he was like Su Young and he was like he was still doing these things that were progressing the story without having to say anything. I do love that when he like he's in the FBI or the cons whatever all the FBI is there. Yeah. And then he's defend and all of a sudden he he speaks English to defend Carter. Those are his, like his first real lines in English. And then it's like, bong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, okay. He was, you know, like, okay. And it's not even like present in the scene. It's clearly like a comedic sound. It's clearly like a... Oh, no. It wasn't even It wasn't even in the consulate. It was the taxi driver that pulls the gun on them. 
that they're that they're they're oh, doing right. that, and, right. and that they're right. pulling That's the right. guns and Carter's like, oh no, am I whatever? And then he's like, uh, I'm just teaching him how to uh, disarm a, a suspect. And then it was like, boom, oh. and it's like, okay, it would have been great if there was a guy in the background that <laughs> with a yeah. gong that would have just hit it, just like, comes just... <laughs> or like, now you even know. No, it would have been great if there was like a homeless drunk and then he just kind of like leans and stumbles into a random gong in the street. Gong. <laughs> wow, that went they, they really oh. went on a long walk for that bit. Huh? So let's let let's talk about we mentioned this in double impact. Let's talk about shitty bodyguards again. Oh yeah. Because and, and oh, shitty bodyguards oh. leading into my the trope that I hate most in movies that Neri pointed out to me when I when I um like they're literally dry. there's traffic every car is making forced to make a left turn and then the one car with is like no go right and then every other car after go left keep going keep going and these bodyguards are like yeah 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 we'll just go with it we'll just go. there's no other cars on the street but let's just go with it and then the the Cisco pulls up as a cop as a, as a cop, cop. he gets pulled over. Yeah. The freaking line where they say the name of the movie, which I hate that so much in movies, that is like, is really? there a problem? I love that. I hate yeah. it. Hey, I hate it. Wait, it's like, is there because and this one didn't make sense. It's like, is there a problem, officer? No problem, just rush hour. What? <laughs> There's no cars around me, sir. There's what no cars around me. There's about? no traffic. But didn't just the cop look hour. around at that point? Like, no, they didn't even make the look no. around. They just got shot in the face. And he, he paused. No problem. He just rush hour. Uh, no problem. Just rush hour. Just rush hour. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what a fucking pause. And, and then there was, but there was no cars around. And I, when I, the moment that happened, I made it. And go, oh, he just said the name of the movie, and then I just put the fucking gif of uh, Peter Griffin going. I'm done. I'm, yeah. <laughs> but like that was that Neary knows I hate that. Like with Neary, like 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 um Will Smith and Suicide Squad. What are we? Some kind of Suicide Squad? Yes, that's the name of the movie. You don't have yeah. to say it. <laughs> when <laughs> when he was watching Endgame and he goes, Avengers, assemble. He was like, I'm out of fuck this. He said the name of the movie, get the fuck no, out of here. No, no, that's Neary. That's Neary. Well, no, he, anytime he watches Infinity War after watching Endgame, <laughs> he goes back and when Strange goes, we're in the Endgame now. You're yeah. like, he's like, fuck this bullshit. Fuck you. Flipping tables. <laughs> fuck you, Steven. My favorite one. by your name, first yeah. name. <laughs> My favorite, I love that, actually. I really love that. My I favorite do. is in Mallrats. Where Ben Affleck is in the middle of that like game show thing that they're doing in the fucking yeah. mall or whatever. Oh, you're a he's bunch like, of yeah. No, he's like, he's like, uh, well, I'm the first because they do it, they do it twice. They do it twice because one time he's beating the it. shit, he's beating the shit out of Jason, huh? They give you a double impact of, of <laughs> title, of title. Yeah, it has title nothing set. to do with the title in the movie. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that was the saddest faces you guys ever made in the last episode yeah, when I told like, you what the title of the movie meant. Yeah, it just uh, it was it was one of those things where we just not only did we not believe it, but then when we did believe it, we're like, that's so stupid. Like I, I regret. <laughs> but yeah, Mike, Mike, go ahead. Sorry, Mallrat. No, 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 because he goes, he's like, you're one of these fucking loser Mallrat kids. You're always yeah. hanging out at the mall with no shot. I, I don't have any respect for nobody with no shopping agenda. And it's Ben Affleck being a, a villain. He's like a bad guy in that movie. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end when he goes. He's like, that's it. I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm. It's like, that's it, Mallrat. I'm gonna fuck you up beyond repair, like in front of everybody. And I'm like, oh, he did it again. I love that shit. I love it. 
I don't care one way or the other. I just think I'm like, this is the first time I'm in the middle. Like both of you guys are like the the exact yeah, yeah. extreme opposites. And I'm like, it's fine. I don't care either way. It's fine. It doesn't make you know difference. what's going to bring this family together? The sound of music. But you know where it started? It was... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, the thing is, is the thing is, it started. Welcome to the Titanic. Oh shit, I'm out. Uh, um, I'm no, it started. It started with Suicide Squad though, because I didn't yeah, have that it, problem before. It, was, it started with like, Suicide. You know what? You know what? Jeff used to say at that moment. He used to say, "No, I don't like it when they do it on trailers." It started with the trade. It started with yeah. the trailer, but then every time that we caught that we would call it out on a different movie, he goes, "Yeah, that is bullshit." Like, he just got, got <laughs> like, more yeah. more. you guys, you guys radicalized him. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, like, but then, like, I hear this in Rush Hour. I mean, I haven't seen Rush Hour in years, but I remember most of the movie. I don't remember. I didn't remember I didn't every remember single that. line. I, I don't even. But when he that, said that, I, I was like, that. I was like, Neri hasn't watched it. I was like, fucking shit. Like, I got so. Mad. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, and it doesn't mean anything. Like, at least Suicide Squad, I get it. It's not even in Rush. Power is not even a rush. It's so fucking funny. It's just but there's yeah. like certain ones where obviously it doesn't mean like Ghostbusters. Who are you gonna call Ghostbusters? No shit. That's no, the yeah, fucking yeah. name of the one. No. Oh, I just thought of a fucking great one. In batteries not included. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That oh, where uh, with the guy who doesn't say anything the whole movie, and they discover these living robot flying little things. Yeah, and, like, and he, br- he brings the one back to life. That, yeah. Oh, the one that's almost dead. Yeah, remember that's born and it's almost dead. And he's like batteries not included. I remember I was like, yes, <laughs> hands up, Victor was yes. He said it. I, every time I see it now, I'm like, ah. <laughs> But um, so let me ask you a question. There is a when you when you Google title set during the movie, the very first thing is an article where it says this five minute video shows the most annoying movie cliche in 150 different movies. 150, is, 150, and this is that that is just fucking punishment. That is just fucking Hades, where you just force him to watch this fucking video of 150 different movies being said during the title. That's fucking great. I guess we're gonna go see the Wizard of Oz. God damn it! But um, well, Mike froze. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which and the is best a great picture, picture ever, and the best face ever. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a fucking weird Joker. <laughs> you know what he looks like? He looks like Joe Piscopo in that fucking. No, you don't, you he, know, looks he, like looks, he looks. He looks like. I was gonna say he looks like Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> he does look like Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> Let me show you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Oh my god! For those but, of you um, for the audio listeners, you you gotta fucking check out that. Video. Yeah, Mike. Oh, Mike froze, and it's amazing. So, um. So let me let me ask you a question. Um, do you yeah. think that part of the re- the the only way that oh there he goes he's gonna co- I guess he's gonna come back that Cisco agreed to have um the their the song on the soundtrack uh oh wait there he is hey you looked like Fire Marshal Bill and it's amazing and we're gonna send you the pictures because the way you froze it was fantastic it. um so I was meant I was asking Neri do you think that part of Cisco's agreement to let them have a Drew Hill song on the soundtrack was that the guy had to have blonde hair. Yeah, look at look at your face. <laughs> oh my god. All right. All right we're, we're wasting time with this. Because yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> this movie's pretty fucking easy. I mean, I mean, do we have an hour to fill There's not a, there's not a lot of bad stuff I mean, about this movie. Let's be honest. Okay, Neri. Well, there you go. Neri just made a face. Tell me, Neri. Tell me how bad this is. Fuck, it's not bad. It's just it's just it's fine. 
it's fine. It's very cookie cutter. I mean, you guys talk about it Van Damme was, movies. It is the cook. It is yeah, you, the cookie cutter. They yeah, made yeah, the is, cookies from this. Yeah, it's no, it's not. Movie. No, it's not. This is Beverly Hills Cop. This is no, it's not. This is not the first buddy cop uh, fucking action comedy movie. No, it's not martial arts. Martial arts, like the Jackie Chan level martial arts movie. No, Turner and Hooch. I yeah, that's the one. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we always we all remember when that I like the fact, started you know, roundhouse you know, how, you know what you sound you know this is what this is what this is what you sound like. It's like when somebody <laughs> you ever watch sports like in any sport and they go that that he becomes the number one player to have 20 points, two assists, 15 rebounds after the age of 35 in the month of June when it's like, oh fucking hey, bro, really? Like God, like oh, okay, bro, that's impressive, I guess. Like it's one of those things where like this is just an action body cop movie. Yes, the Jackie Chang aspect, the the action. I'm not downgrading this movie at all. I don't I don't want to sound that way. I don't want to sound like I'm it's downgrading just the, the martial arts movie. It's just it's fine. To me, it was like I was telling Jeff this. This movie was massive when it came out. It was yeah. fucking everywhere. It was the, the soundtrack was everywhere. The soundtrack is still dope, by the way. Yeah. Um, it was everywhere. And I just never caught on to the craze. I just never caught on. This is prior to the internet. So it wasn't me trying to be a troll. It wasn't me trying to be a contrarian or fucking against the grain guy. I just was like, yeah, it's fine. Like I, I was like, it's fine. I, I had the CD. I remember having the album playing it in my disc man it was on heavy rotation yeah. but it was fine like I, I was just like okay i don't understand i just didn't get it you know when people go like oh i don't get it that's that was me like that was me about this movie i'm like i don't get it and then i rewatch it again and i'm like it's fine it's fine it doesn't do me one way or the other i think it's a cookie cutter thing and it's fine i enjoyed the act the fight scenes quite a bit i enjoyed them they, you gotta admit that that there's a very specific Jackie Chan, yes, but there's a very specific Jackie Chan vibe. I think I've talked about it on this show. I know I've talked about it on another pod, other podcast, but the every frame of painting of Jackie Chan is like it like unlocks this thing once you like they show you just a little bit. It like changes the way you watch any Jackie Chan fight movie because there's so much about it that you don't realize is happening but it is 100% on purpose. Yeah. Like there's so much construction involved in the fight choreography that makes movies like Double Impact from last week makes it stand out as like Jesus this is bad. Like they they could have easily done a handful of things to make it better. Well first of all, they don't. I don't agree with that easily part <laughs> you're downplaying the greatness of jackie chan like you could have easily done what one of the best martial artists of all time has done like, well that's the thing i'm not even talking about the martial arts part i'm talking about his camera work his cinematography because that yeah, is that cinematography actually, is done because of how great his martial arts is and how they have to adjust to that kind of watch no, the no. every frame of painting did you watch it no, I haven't. Setting up subconscious things in your brain. Like it, it literally like you were talking. Okay. Last week we were talking about double impact of the name being this dumb fucking thing about how like Jean-Claude Van Damme decides to like, oh, I'm gonna show you the hit twice. Bullshit. Jackie Chan's been doing that since the 70s because that's literally oh, what he that's wait, wait, literally wait. in the edit. Jeff never said that uh he created that. He just says that that's what he called it. 
when he, he never did it. I mean, fucking that was the Rocky, name that he that he that's gave the name that. that he used when he was the talking about impact. Yeah, yeah, about that. My mistake. He didn't. He, he didn't he, I don't think he ever said <laughs> that he inferred well, it's, that. It's uh, editing. It's, it's, it's Jean Claude Van Damme. He probably said he invented it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let's be honest. He invented breathing or whatever. Yeah, Rocky did it in every single Rocky movie. Like, let me show you the same punch from four different angles, so it makes it seem like it's four fucking different punches. It's. I mean, but but he didn't mean it to be four different punches. He wanted to show you the same hit when when Stallone did it. It was called uh, quadruple impact. It was very <laughs> quadruple impact. <laughs> no, but anyways, like I was, I was just telling Jeff not to. I'm not. I don't want to shit on this movie because it was fine. It was a good movie. I I I will tell you that I'm I'm happy with it. I I wasn't like oh fuck this movie. I wasn't mad at it. This is fine. Uh, but I will say this. Admittedly, so I'm not the biggest Jackie Chan fan. That's what not I was gonna say. Not, not that I don't like the guy. Not yeah. that I don't like the guy. His, I feel all his movies are fine. I like the action in all his movies, but none of his movies to me are like, oh my god. I feel that way about Jet Li. I watch Jet Li movies and I'm like, holy fuck, bro, Jet. But I don't feel that way about Jackie Chan. Again, not taking anything away from his fucking talent. He's extremely talented. I just, it doesn't resonate with me. And the 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 comedy aspect really turns me off. I like, really. I like, yeah, it really turns me up. I am a big. I want a badassery. I want a fucking badass. I don't but want some guy that's like. No, he does a thing. Well, why do you like JCVD then? My hand hurts because he's a badass. He doesn't do the fucking comedy. He doesn't do the comedy thing. He again, he portrays a badass. Again, we're not talking about real life. We're talking about movies. Right, I don't right. love the impact. comedy i just think that it's badass to do the stunts that he does and like the real i you're looking at jackie Jackie chang as a badass and you're and here's the thing and you did it you do it the good and the bad right so positively you're looking you this movie is enhanced to you or any jackie chan movie is enhanced to you because you know that he's really doing these things right right Right. last week on last week on double impact you talked about how the movie was immediately downgraded because you know it's phony baloney because there's not actually two van dams so you know that like you talked about how immediately it takes you out of the movie because you know it's phony baloney those are your words it's not that it immediately takes me out what it is is that it's it's that it takes me out whenever there's the 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 f- it's because you know the behind the scenes you know the reality of it right. and it takes you out of it yeah. and again just like the good thing just and get this you know the reality of Jackie Chan you know how fucking badass he is in real life yeah and it, it elevates the movie for you I don't have that I'm watching I just take what the what the filmmaker gives me okay I don't, but wait I don't, I don't, I don't none of that goes into so, for me I want to go back a, li- a second because you said something that it's counter counteractive to something you said with double impact mm-hmm. you said that you don't like when jackie chan does something and then goes like ow right it, he did that if i remember correctly when the pool cue gets swung at him and he stops it with his fist but he uh, doesn't uh, do it for wait, comedic wait, effect wait 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 but as a, he does it as react a natural reaction right. to getting doing that is ow that fucking hurt right last week with double impact with the barrel kick you said I like the fact that he reacted to the barrel kick because he reacted but and had an injury. He, but he in the movie, he's Jackie Chan does it to as a, as a comedic for a comedic effect. He's a, he's trying to achieve a comedic effect. He's trying to achieve a laugh, and I I don't want that. I'm okay with him with action stars being hurt like i like that i like when the movies like yeah. when he doesn't come out untouchable i like when he gets hurt and you see a fucking thing and he has that black guy and he's the fucked one up. the one scratch on yeah the, the, yeah, the, yeah the, like I'm, okay. I'm fine with that like i don't like I, that's why i'm a big fan of john wick because he gets 
fucked up. Yeah, right. Like, up. Almost yeah. too much. Almost too much. Where you're like, he, he said, <laughs> he can't right? walk, like, he, he can't he walk anywhere. Right? He shouldn't be walking anywhere. But but what what I don't like when Jackie Chan does is that he does it for comedic effect, and that to me is what bothers me because it takes me out of the badass action. Otherwise, when when Van Damme kicked that barrel, stupid ass fucking move. He went down like a bag of fucking like a bag of rocks and he was in pain. It was and, and it wasn't for communicate. It wasn't to get a laugh. Nobody laughed at that fucking scene. Jeff was pissed at that scene. You were like, why the fuck would you kick a barrel? You dumb fucking idiot. But when Jackie Chang hits the, 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 the pool cue and he goes, ah, people laugh. It's it's funny. He does it for that. Like I've heard interviews where he goes, I, I'm trying to get a laugh. He goes, I he started doing that to differentiate different himself from all the other martial arts actors in Hong Kong at that right. time when he was making it. Right. Right. So he was trying to separate himself and it worked, bro. Look at his fucking beautiful career. It's amazing. Well, and Brett Ratner, saying, it doesn't resonate with me is what I'm saying. I, Brett I don't Ratner like said that. that Brett Ratner said that he a lot of the jokes that he threw into this movie with the physical physicality and the the, the some of the the humor that he had with Jackie, he took from Jackie Chan's Asian films yeah. that nobody's seen, like the, the like that even the subtle ones, like when they're when they go to talk to the bomb expert, and like he puts his hands and it, it goes like where her boobs would be, right? That's from another movie that he it's did. Great, and he it's was great. like, oh, they, like like, but I get what you're saying. Like you want your martial artist to not be comedic, you want him to just be a badass. Correct. That's I why, understand. and I give the example of Jet Li because Jet Li and the different. What is the difference between Jet Li and Jackie Chan? I mean, they're both amazingly talented martial artists. The no, difference I, is I one of them does it. It just doesn't resonate with me. Again, I'm not. T- I don't. I yeah. don't want to sound like I'm taking anything away from the amazing fucking yeah. Jackie Chan. He's amazing. The, not- the Western movies that Jet Li does, he's portrayed that way. But there's a lot of goofiness in his actual. Like, if you watch the Legend, the Fong Sayuk movies, he's like a goofy of course, kid of in those. In the, <laughs> huh. If you know Jet Li movies, that's an of course, of course. It was like one of his yeah, biggest yeah. series in yeah, China, yeah. and it was yeah. like I, I'm a Western deal. movie goer, so I, right. I, that's why I, I'm in, I'm I'm waiting you for this podcast. Your palette, brother, you got to. I'm, I'm waiting for this podcast to do that for me. This is this is it, you know. Yeah, like the wheel is against me. Against the wheel. Hey, Shaolin Soccer was me fucking broadening my palette. Shaolin Soccer is also again a spoof of. Kong Kong right. cinema, you know, but it's a I, anyway. So I, I I found the movie fine. Like I'm not dissing the movie. I don't want to seem like I'm dissing it or hating on it because I'm not. I just I didn't. I wasn't in love with it the way every, you guys or and fucking everybody else on the planet was. I know I'm alone on this. I'm fine. It's the, well, okay. I, but the okay. thing is, Jet Li's always played like the thing is, yeah, Jet Li's got that role of I'm gonna be the quiet badass. Jet Li doesn't really talk a lot in any of his movies. In his Western movies, movies. And because he can't. Because he has a very strong accent. But um, but and and, and the thing is, you're right. Jackie Chan is a lot more comedic. Expendables, he does speak a lot. He does speaking Expendables. But um, he's like, great in Expendables too. Yeah, I yeah. really like him. Jackie, there's Jack- a there's a there's a thing. There's a theory that he pl- that him and Arnold are a gay couple in Expendables. Really. Yeah, that's why in Expendables three they were they were hugging, and then uh, Barney comes, Stallone comes back and goes, "Oh, I thought you were on vacation." And then Stallone hugging Jet Li, and uh, not Stallone, uh, Arnold hugging um, Jet Li goes, "Oh, look, he's jealous," and they're like hugging each other, and there's like a theory that they are in a relationship. Oh, that is, what, if, that. what if it comes out like uh, Stallone's like, yeah, no, all three of us are gay in that movie. Yeah, yeah what are you talking circle. about? It's a circle. <laughs> but like, I, like, yeah, I we, like we had a love triangle thing going on. Yeah, but no, everyone in that movie's gay. And then 
all of, all of us. Of the women, the women are straight, but who, who cares? All the Expendables, totally gay. What do you guys? Are you, do you guys not get the allegory? And all yeah. of them, all of the Stallone and our Schwarzenegger fans are going to be like, yeah, I don't know how to feel. I would stand up and clap and be like, Did the large, God, did the large airplane with the guns outside of the nose not give it away? Yeah, to you guys? <laughs> did the giant coming airplane not reveal? The truth right. of the Expendables I, movies. I, I can I can see that near like to me. I, I hold I, on. I got I another one. When oh. Terry Crews comes out with a loud banging shotgun, the, blowing the huge auto shotgun. Just... You don't you don't you don't think that meant or throwing part, hot dogs down the hallway? <laughs> also in part three. Also in part three, when Terry Crews goes, "Oh, look at this bad man with and He goes, "Yeah, big power, but uh, you're it's a uh, you're done quickly. You're a quick draw." Like that. <laughs> They're, they've been fucking the whole time. They just turned the All cameras on afterwards. And then All now well, let's do the mission, Expendables. Right. Jeff, where you were saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I forgot what I was. What we were you were saying oh, no. that you agree with me, but you see. So, like, no, I, I see your point. To me, I, I've always been a huge Jackie Chan fan. So I can I can appreciate like his like I, one of the movies that I don't know if it's on the on the wheel, but I'm not going to put it on until Mike gets a pick. Please. Uh, like Legend of the Drunken Master. Is like one of my favorite. Yeah, okay, good. That's like one of my favorite Jackie Chan movies. That he's literally this alcoholic fucking kung fu master, and it's it's hysterical, but it's brilliant what he does with the comedy and the fact that Jackie Chan's one of one of the few martial artists in movies. I'll I'll say this with pretty much certainty that does a lot of his choreography, a lot of his stunts, everything himself. Mm -hmm. You know that does it too. Yes, but Van Damme didn't jump off of a six-story. Yeah, but Van Damme uh, doesn't do it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Damme does it too. No, he choreographs all, all his fights. Yeah, he's like, listen. So I'm gonna do a round. Hey, you know who does that? And too? we're gonna take me. Six, six, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I do it. Uh, but um, but like the thing is, is 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 this? Uh, wait, wait. We haven't even talked about. I, I don't want to cut you off. No, uh, do yeah, it. we're running. Out, you yeah. haven't talked. You haven't talked about your favorite character in the movie oh man. my favorite character in the movie that god bless this man um the the um, amazingly racist asian man that runs the food truck that says i ain't no punk bitch yeah for no reason whatsoever yeah he tells him sorry i don't have any soul food and then, and then they say an interaction to each other and then he just randomly says i ain't no punk bitch they seem character. like friends though like yeah. that's they seem like well he's an la food cart chinese street food vendor like he's in like for sure that's not the first time he's heard the phrase or said the phrase punk right bitch. right right but I, I just mean, love the fact that it was out of nowhere just like I ain't no punk bitch. And he's like, I ain't no punk bitch. I ain't no punk bitch. Like, they just keep saying it to each other for no reason. I was like, that man needs to be put into the American Museum of Movies. Yeah, I love that guy. Like, like, you know, also an underrated character, the Sigaweed guy in the oh pool hall. The that yes. guy is just like, yes. he's like what, the best sweet? interaction. He's like, it's like, because it's such a like a quick, fast pace. It's like, yeah. you got a prescription for this? I do. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like, you got glaucoma? Yeah. Which I, it's, I ain't nothing but a cigarette, cigarette, it's sick of weed. Yeah, he goes people to were saying that people were saying sick of weed left and fucking right. There was a lot. And then after the fight, Jackie Chan's like, This is bad for you. And he throws it on the ground when he's gonna light another joint. Ironically, like, not ironically, perfectly legal now yes, in California, and everybody's okay with weed. And then, I, I ironically, like, it would have been bad for him had it actually been a cigarette. Yeah. That's what would have been worse for him. Yeah, so I also that, loved that, his his uh the the Carter's L.A. cop connections. Oh my god, the, the like co- his cousin. cousin. I oh loved god, that. He was so good that he was like acting all up, and then when he leaves, he's like, hey, what's up, man? 
Yeah. You know, what kill on Bootsy to me is like, why you got to bring on Bootsy into this? I love that guy. And then when like he comes back That's in and he true. grabs him, he's like, the suit. This is my favorite suit. Your mama gave me this suit. Oh, there's I'm, I'm no punk bitch. bitch. I'm no punk bitch. Best character ever right there. I love that guy. I, love that guy. I, um, I, I do want to bring up one thing before we dismount. And it's I don't know how true this is, but I was looking up like some of the facts. The original casting choices for the roles that ended up being Lee and Carter were Chris Farley and Martin Lawrence. And many news reports connected Farley's not making this movie to his tragic death in December 1997. Right. In fact, Farley and the production for the movie had decided a few years earlier not to work together on the movie as they were already leaning towards ultimately casting to a, a, an Asian actor and a black actor. And his downward spiral started in real life, started covered roughly the same time as the period as the, the when the movie was made. Yep. Yeah. It was it was I think how, it started like a little bit before they started filming the movie. But how could this like Chris Farley would have been Chris Tucker. Right. The thing is, is that they originally were in talks and then they were like, listen, we're not going to do the white guy, um, you know, Asian guy, a minority or whatever. Role. It would have been Martin Lawrence as him and Eddie Murphy were the first two uh, as the Jackie Chan. No, no, yeah, as a no as a, but I don't think I did, it would have obviously taken the Asian element out of the whole situation. Uh, so it wouldn't, yeah. it, it's not like it's not like Chris Farley would have been Inspector Lee. It, well, not, Chris Farley made Beverly Hills, Beverly Ninja. Hills Ninja. It's on the wheel. He's straight <laughs> up doing like Asian face or yellow face or whatever. Like he's not really, but he's no, doing, he's not. He's, he's not. He's a though. white. He's not. You're right. He's yeah. not. He's a white guy raised he's in that great, culture. Is it racist to say yellow face? <laughs> is that racist? I feel like that term is racist. I feel like that's how I've heard it. No, but yes, it's it, like is, I, it is. I'm sorry, but I, that's how I heard it. No, I, I know. I'm not saying you're racist. I'm saying that that but phrase. It does sound seems to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does sound that, aggressive. Now, sound you're, now you're feeding into the stereotype yeah, of yeah. Asian people being yellow. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, awful. no, you're right. It's, I don't know. Maybe it is. I didn't think so, about it that way, but yeah, I, I, Asian face will say, but so, I want to say I, I, all of the faces <laughs> sound bad. All of the faces. You sound can't horrible. say any, you know, I will say this, that the, um, that I did enjoy, um, the, some of the little callbacks, like when he, when they go to that restaurant, um, and to go look for Juntel, which by the way, that restaurant apparently is a real restaurant with the same name and they have a sign outside their door that says rush hour was filmed here. I, they still I have wanna, to this day. Fu Chow. Fu Chow. Fu Chow. It's going on my Google my Google Maps, and it'll be on a, like a, a to-go to if I'm ever in Los Angeles. I want to do that in New York. I want to go to diners from TV shows. It's usually oh, that. dude, there's tons of websites yeah, dedicated yeah. to that. But yeah. they, So what I love about it, too, is that they do those little callbacks, like when he tells um, the, the Cisco. I'm gonna, I keep referring him to Cisco because I don't know. He doesn't have a name. But Sang, like, he's like, I looked it up. It's Sang. Sang. Oh, Sang. Okay, so Sang. he tells Sang. He's like, why don't you put the gun down? Fight like a man. And then later yeah. on at the end, he's like, fight like a man. Fight like, but I love that the FBI agent wakes up and he's like, I'm going to shoot him. He goes, I don't like him anyway. Shoot like, him. Yeah, I don't care. Like he's like, I don't like him anyway. I... The fight like a man. He does that cool little like the fall with the, the, the gun. That's in the foot, you know, yeah. the ankle holster. Like, I love that. I thought the one of my favorite parts about this movie is Chris Tucker and the way he delivered it because he was such a clown the rest of the movie. And I mean that in the most positive way. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I mean, when he fucking delivered, when he threw a handkerchief at him, when he was dead and he goes, oh, yeah. wipe yourself off, man, you're dead. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what? That's such a badass line. It's like, that was the best callback. That it was, was an amazing so callback. good. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of 22 Jump Street when they were on a helicopter 
And he goes, you throw a grenade, but say something cool when you're falling. And he goes, yeah. something cool. And he just does that shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know right. it was a callback to what this guy told him. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. why it's like, cool. So, okay. Amazing, I didn't know if you man. knew it was a callback. I didn't know if you realized it was a callback. Yeah, man. Sorry. It's cool. Sorry. I'm the one that fucking realized that he said the title of the yeah. movie in the fucking movie, man. Okay. Well, uh, we're, we're at the 50-minute mark of Kick oh. Flicks podcast. <laughs> All right. Give us give us your, your rating, man. What's your, hey, Rotten mind. Tomatoes? Yeah, yeah. Hit him in Rotten Tomatoes. Because we also get time for the wheel. Yeah, fun fact real quick. This movie was responsible for the leap into Rotten Tomatoes. The founder of Rotten Tomatoes wanted to make a database for Jackie Chan movies. And when he heard that this movie was coming out, he, in two weeks, created the database for Rotten Tomatoes. So Rush Hour is responsible for Rotten Tomatoes. Right, so um, Zack Snyder has another reason yeah. to hate fucking uh, yeah. Brett Ratner. So yeah, yeah. So Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score, 61%. Audience score, 78%. Yes. So 61. it is fresh. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Mike. Uh, Mike, what's your what's your? I am going to say this is gonna get five Mariah Carey cover songs out of five for me. This is a go. I can come back to this movie and catch things. I like, like I, I'm, I'm sorry to say, I'm never gonna go back and watch Double Impact again. I'm you never gonna. You, know, to say that. you don't have to be sorry to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say, like. <clears throat> But I, but like the the joy of revisiting some of these movies and catching new little details in the fight scenes, jokes that I didn't hear about, like this this movie in particular, like remembering how many people were saying, you know, the line quoting the lines from the movie, like this movie is enjoyable to watch again. It's a big Hollywood spectacular, big big blockbuster thing, and you know, there's explosions, there's gunfights, there's you know Jackie Chan being a badass. There's a there's the East meets West. There's the fish out of water. It's got Got so much stuff going for it that this might be peak western kickflix movie for me because it does have like everything and it's well represented like chris tucker's hilarious in this movie like genuinely funny um and because it felt so improvised it was different for the time and then jackie jackie chan being premium jackie chan high hollywood budget jackie chan yeah I, like five out of five i love it jeff um i'm gonna give it um everything mike said um i think i'm gonna give it five chelsea clintons out of five um <laughs> it was hey, you you got? i love that idea chelsea grammar <laughs> yeah i couldn't say it right um it's legitimately a fun movie like i hadn't seen this movie in years and i've watched it like double impact i watched it twice in the last two or three days just to, to rewatch it and make sure I had it fresh in my head. And it's, it's a legit, I, I love Jackie Chan. I know I'm unlike Neri. Like I, I thoroughly enjoy Jackie Chan, his work. I appreciate, you know, the comedy and all that stuff. I'm, I'm all about that. Um, like, like it, it's an important movie um, as ridiculous as it is for what we mentioned that it's the first time you had this buddy cop with the two minorities, you know, in the lead. It's, it's, it's a big deal. That was um, huge. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, it, it made a hundred million dollars over what, what the budget was like it was. So obviously it, it, it led the way, paved the way for more diversity in movies and, and stuff. And, and I, I agree with you, Mike, I think this is like the peak East meets West, you know, martial arts kick flicks movie. I, I, I can't think off the top of my head of another one that that's more, more, Rocky Four, at least, at least marketable. <laughs> like, like, Rocky, Rocky Four, four. he's literally four. in the song East meets West. 
Yeah. It's not a kick. Well, yeah, it is technically a Kickflix movie. So what about Mars, Mars movie? You just said oh, I'm just, I'm you, I didn't say it. You said you found it out. Oh well, no, I no. You you, I, I'm saying that you you were saying. Oh, the like, East versus West. Yeah, yeah. East yeah. versus West. Martial arts. But yeah, so right. I'm giving it five out of five. Chelsea Clinton's. I give it uh, three out of five uh, stolen found golden necklaces. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Three uh, out of five three. camel humps. Yeah, this is uh, the eleventh episode that we do on Cake Flicks, uh, and it is. I would re. I would go back. I've just looked at, over the list and this, and uh, I would rewatch four movies. I would go back and rewatch four of the eleven movies, and this is not one of them. Uh, I would rewatch this movie if one of you guys was watching it, and it's like, hey man, I'm watching. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, that's how I would rewatch it. I would, I'm never. I will go back to watch Double Impact on a yearly basis before I go ever go back to watch it. I don't. It don't. It's fine. It's good. It's three. Three out of five. Three's fine. One, it's a solid. One, it's solid. one of my, one of my favorite uh, movie podcasts. It's about uh, movie review podcast. Is about Empire Magazine, which is a legitimate. Yeah, yeah. Review. It's a legitimate uh, movie critic uh, magazine and podcast. And they always say three out of five is a recommendation. Like they, yeah. that if they somebody tells you three, they that's their standard line. Three out of five, which means it's a recommendation. And I will recommend this movie if you've never seen it. I would say go see Rush Hour. It's a fine movie, and that's that's how it's I a say. fine film. It's fine, and that's where we leave it. Now that we leave it. Um. All right. So let's go to the, to wheel. the wheel. Let's go to the wheel. Uh, Find out what we do next. Everybody, make please sure you pray for me right now. Beverly Hills Ninja, come on. <laughs> Mike right, so, so just so that you guys know, you could add movies to the wheel by going by emailing us at kickflixpod at gmail.com. Don't do it for Mike right now. That, don't do it. That's kickflixpod <laughs> at yeah. gmail.com. Uh, as of right now, we have 49 entries left. And it's gonna be three ninjas. Any any movie that you guys, if it's a martial arts movie, feel free to uh, Google us, uh, email us. I'm sorry, and uh, I'm sorry, and Mike. It's gonna be three ninjas. It's Here gonna go. be three ninjas. One, two, well, if it's and three ninjas. I'm gonna lose my mind. If it's three ninjas, I'm gonna I quit the podcast. Yeah, I quit the podcast. <laughs> Hopefully, the fucking lotto is what you should do. Yeah, come on. No, it's not three ninjas. Oh shit! Is it? Wait, wait. Enter oh, the dragon. Enter the dragon. This is a Mike pick, right? This is your pick. Is it? Into the, I mean, yeah, I think that was your pick. It seems I, like right up your alley. Yeah, it might be. I love. It. Well, yeah, into the let's dragon. Say, let's say it's your pick. <laughs> let's say it's whether it pick. is or not. It's yeah. Mike's pick. <laughs> it let's, is. Let's, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> it could have been Power Rangers, and I'm gonna say, hey, Mike, good pick. Good pick. <laughs> Just for uh, yeah. So, Enter the Dragon is the next movie that we're gonna watch. Um, so get ready for that. <laughs> Yeah, way to fucking sound excited. I have to. Yeah, no. I have to be. I have to pretend to give a shit about Double Impact. No, you. But you don't. You don't pretend you're interested in it. That's why I'm doing exact. I'm doing the mic. I'm gonna be very transparent as to how I feel about this movie from the jump. You. You don't sound excited. You knew. You weren't pretending to be excited about Double Impact. I was being uh, that I have to find stuff to make fun of. Yes, if you want to go in, but like, hey, give me some energy. Well, oh, yeah, we're doing it. Oh, all right. Well, you the dragon. One. I can't yeah. fucking wait to make fun of this shit. Yeah, <laughs> at least that's wait something. To make fun of this iconic, legendary movie. Yes. <laughs> With Bolo again. <laughs> yes, fucking Bolo Young. Another appearance by Bolo I think Young. Bolo may have the most appearances on Kickflix so For far. Sure. He should. He should. He's a legend. Yeah. 
It's him and the uh, eye patch guy from uh, Enter the Ninja. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Oh, God. Uh, Shokosugi, thank you very yeah. much. All right, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network that include, but are not limited to, better let me tell you, uh, uh, What's Up Bro, Mount Geek More, Shiver. Uh, what am I missing here? Uh, Chow Like a Best with Mike Valdez. Cramacopia, uh, that's right, with Jeff and Q. Check that out. Um, and uh, go to uh, geekbro.net. Check out all the podcasts on the geekbro.net network. Uh, appreciate you. Thank you guys for checking us out. And uh, that's how... Uh, uh, reviewing martial arts movies is done. Kick uh, <laughs>